Hey there, and welcome to Furry Explained. I'm Finn, a big black cat from the internet, and Furry Explained is my show about furries and their culture. On this episode, we're going to be talking about some furry merch. Furry merch holds an important place in the fandom, as it's one of the most universal ways that members can show off their interest in anthropomorphic animals in a way that makes sense in public. It allows people to be proud of the fandom that they're in without having to hide it so much, or at the very least, fill out their wardrobe with cool stuff to wear on a daily basis. Unlike something like a fursuit, you could be wearing a piece of furry merch out in public just like anything else you would normally wear, and most people won't bat an eye when seeing you wear something that has a direct connection to the furry fandom. That being said, those who are in the know and are familiar with what you have on will recognize it which can lead to a full-on social interaction with a newly found friend, or just a simple acknowledgement that there's a lot of people out there that share a similar interest in the furry fandom. There's many different types of furry merch that you can get, and they come from a variety of different places. So on this episode, we're going to go over a little more about the importance of furry merch in the fandom, as well as list out some of the more popular and best places to go when starting out your collection of furry merch. There's a decent amount of information to go over, so let's get into it. Welcome to Furry Explained, and we'll get started right here. So what exactly is furry merch? Well, furry merch is a shorthand term for merchandise that comes from or relates to the furry fandom. It can also be referred to as swag or drip as the kids say, but most furries will just call it something along the lines of furry-related merch. Furry merch is created so members of the furry fandom can show off their affinity to being a furry in a way that wouldn't be considered weird if worn out in the general public. We're still not in a place in society where you can wear a fursuit or even things like a collar or a tail out in public without getting some weird looks from other people. Furry merch was designed to combat this, and was created as a way to show off your furry pride without making it uncomfortably obvious. It's also typically easier to obtain for yourself than something like the fursuit I just mentioned, since there's typically no commissioning process involved. Online furry merch sellers work just like other online stores. You can buy what they have in stock at any time, and it ships right to your door. Buying furry merch is also a great way to support the artists of the fandom as a whole. The majority of the people who make furry-related merchandise are small and part of independent businesses, and supporting them helps support their overall livelihood, as well as their passion for making things that members of the furry fandom can wear pretty much anywhere. While there are many different types of furry merch, as we'll get into in a little bit, the most popular examples are usually things that people wear. These are articles of clothing like t-shirts and hoodies, or other things that you typically might put on and go out in public with. These articles of clothing have some form of art or design on them that relates to the furry fandom, but created in a particular way that only other people familiar with the fandom would recognize. When wearing a piece of furry merch in public, most people will just see another t-shirt or hoodie with a cool design on it, while other furries or those familiar with the fandom will recognize and hopefully acknowledge you as someone who enjoys a similar hobby. Owning and wearing furry merch is analogous to wearing the merch of any other interest or entity whether it be a singular person like a content creator or an entire show or movie franchise with a large following behind it. For example, one of my all-time favorite TV shows is DuckTales, and I have a t-shirt with the three main characters, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, on it. 
When I wear that shirt in public, most people just see a shirt with three anthropomorphic ducks dressed up with red, blue, and green clothes on, respectively. But if you're familiar with the show, you'll undoubtedly recognize one of the three most iconic characters in Disney television history. Now, while there is a fair amount of merch that makes it pretty obvious that it's furry-related, like t-shirts from different furry conventions or ones that directly reference that the person wearing it is a furry, a lot of more popular examples of furry merch is a lot more subtle than that, to the point where only others familiar with the brand or artist behind the design would actually recognize the person wearing it as someone who shares an interest in a similar hobby. It's a real, if you know, you know kind of deal that really gives the furry fandom that extra cool factor of making it seem like it's some exclusive club. Wearing furry merch also opens up the opportunity to actually meet other people who are members of the furry fandom. Now, a majority of the time, people who walk by and recognize that you have some furry-related merch on might simply nod or say something quick like, love your shirt, before continuing on with their day. Even still, I don't want to discount how far that simple interaction and acknowledgement of existence can go for a lot of people. But sometimes it can go beyond that. Wearing furry swag can lead to meeting someone who was also part of the fandom pretty easily, since both groups involved now have a conversation point to start the interaction with. This is important because part of the whole reason why people join the furry fandom is to meet other friends. And wearing something that only other furries would recognize in public is a safe way to spontaneously meet other members of the furry fandom. This could range from a simple greeting and a short conversation to meeting someone that ends up being your new friend. There's also the small chance of recruiting new people to join the fandom as a whole, as you may be the first to introduce it to them in response to their curiosity about what you're wearing. Now, I've been referring to furry merch as an article of clothing that you wear over the top half of your body, like a t-shirt or a hoodie, but that's far from the only types of furry merch that are out there for you to collect. There are other types of clothing, like sweatpants, hats, and shoes, smaller accessories that you can wear, like wristbands, and other items, like keychains, stickers, pins, and so on. You can also throw things like posters and even body pillows in this category, but most of the stuff we'll be talking about for the rest of this episode will be things that you can wear or put on things that you wear or carry while you're out in public. But that's a lot of options I just mentioned, and even if you have an idea of what you want to get to subtly show off your furry fandom membership, you might be wondering where to look for places to find that type of furry merch that you're interested in. Fortunately, I've done most of that work for you, so you don't have to worry about that too much. In fact, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll go over a list of some of the more popular places to find furry merch for you to buy and enjoy for yourself. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. So we've talked a little about what furry merch is and why it's important, but we never went over where to look for places to actually get some furry merch for yourself. Well, thankfully, we in the fandom are not starved for choice. The furry merchandise industry, which I guess you can call it that, has really taken off in recent years. There's now a bunch of places, big and small, that sell furry merch for the fandom and really anyone else who's interested in enjoying. Now, before we go down the list here, I do want to say this up front. I'm not sponsored in any way, shape, or form by any of the businesses that I'm about to go over. If I was, I would have to legally disclose that I would be getting compensation for mentioning them. That being said, I would love for any of the places I mentioned to sponsor me. That would actually be pretty great. 
But for the sake of transparency, again, I am not sponsored by any of the places I'm about to mention, so all the views I have of them are my own. But with that ordeal out of the way, let's get into some of my favorite producers and providers of furry merch. And we'll start with one of the most recognizable furry brands out there, Hyena Agenda. Founded in 2012, Hyena Agenda is a quote, small-time clothing company that hopes to make the community just a little bit more fashionable, striving to design clothing that can be worn and appreciated anywhere, even outside of conventions and local meetups, end quote. They started out as a small booth at conventions and have grown rapidly to arguably the most popular furry merch brand there is out there. As previously mentioned, they make clothing items, including t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and even shoes, as well as other accessories like stickers, mouse pads, and pins. The art style that they go with for most of their products is very unique, insofar that the best way I can describe it is very in-your-face. Their designs are bold and striking, with contrasting highlighting colors and art that fills up around 80% of the actual piece of clothing that you're wearing. But they look, honestly, really cool. And if you didn't know they got their start in the furry fandom, they look just like graphic design t-shirts that you would buy at a mall. And I can personally attest to the design and quality of their shirts. Again, this is not a sponsored testimonial, but I have a few t-shirts from Hyena Agenda. And I was wearing one at an airport a few months ago when I was stopped by someone who liked the shirt and asked where I got it from. I told them the website and they looked it up in front of me and said they were going to order some once they got home which is the first time I've sold something with that minimal amount of effort since my first job at Best Buy when I was 16. This wide appeal from furries and the general public alike, along with their wide range of merch that you can buy from them, have really propelled their popularity, and it's almost impossible to not see someone wearing merch from them at a furry-related meetup or convention. So if you're looking for a place to start your furry merch collection, you can't go wrong with starting out with Hyena Agenda. The next place where you can go and get furry merch that I want to go over is a company called Nomad Complex, which, if I had to describe it in five words, it's Hyena Agenda's main competition. They do a lot of the same stuff, but expand their clothing offerings a little further than that, including things like shorts, hats, and even lounge pants and underwear. Besides the range of products that they have, their big differentiator is that their art designs are a lot more subdued than that of Hyena Agenda's. Some may prefer the more muted and toned-down colors, while others just may like how their characters in their art designs focus more on dogs rather than hyenas. But I'm glad they're around, not just because their offerings are extremely high quality, but it provides competition in the furry merch space in general. And one thing you should know about me is that I love competition, because we as the consumers almost always win as a result. Now, shirts and shorts and other things of that nature are great, But as we mentioned earlier, that's far from the only type of furry-related merch you can get. One of the most popular accessories that furries and non-furries alike love to buy and place on things like backpacks and other bags are pins. There's no shortage of places where you can get pins in the furry fandom, but one of the most popular places that present pins for purchase is Fursona Pins. Fursona Pins is pretty much your one-stop shop for pins related to the furry fandom or just animals in general. They are most well-known for their custom pin service, where you can submit your character and they will make a batch of pins for you with your character design that you can then buy in bulk. You can enjoy these for yourself, but what a lot of people do is submit their pin designs to Fursona Pins Pin of the Month, where if your pin is picked, it becomes publicly available on their online store and you get a cut for each pin that is sold. It's a pretty cool system, but they don't just have pins of other people's characters. 
They have a bunch of pin designs that are made in-house that you can buy individually. The designs of more generic animal characters are really cute, and you can really tell that the art was hand-drawn and then turned into a pin, rather than using something like a graphic design program. So if you're looking for something a little smaller than an article of clothing, but something you can buy a bunch of and put everywhere, make sure to check out for Sona pins. Now, most of the stuff I've mentioned is more for those wanting to show their furry pride in a more discreet manner. But some of you may be a bit bolder than that crowd, and like the fandom so much that you want to make it obvious to the general public that you're a furry. Well, don't worry, there's a market for you and those like you as well, and if you fit that description, you definitely need to check out Artwork Tea. Artwork Tea is a furry merch site that sells merch that doesn't shy away from the themes pertaining to the furry fandom. Many of the designs feature art that is obviously furry, with anthropomorphic animals prominently displayed. The art is great though, and some of their designs are pretty amusing as well, like their Anatomy Of series, which takes a depiction of an animal and points out parts of its anatomy using cute and short phrases. Now the four places I just mentioned are some of the larger operations that create furry merch, but there are a lot of other, smaller places that you can find some pretty cool stuff as well. More generic art and design sites like Redbubble and Etsy have great furry artists that sell their wares through those services, and you can find some great independent creators selling one-off designs through there for sure. If you follow certain content creators, check to see if they have a line of merch as well. Large content creators usually have some kind of merch store that you can buy things to help support them. And before you ask, no, I don't have any merch of my own. I'm far too small of a creator for that, and I wouldn't even know what people would want to buy that's related to what I do. Oh, and how could I forget? What better place to find furry merch than at a furry convention? There's not a lot of convention activity going on right now, but for the next one that you plan to attend, make sure to check out the dealer's den for a wide range of artists selling merch. This is where a lot of businesses I mentioned earlier got their start and you'll more often than not find some exclusive, conspecific merch from them as well, as well as a much wider variety of things to buy that you won't find really anywhere else. Furry-related merchandise is a very popular subsection of the fandom that grows pretty much every year. New businesses are popping up all the time, with new designs for more traditional clothing, and new ideas for other ways members of the fandom can really show off their furry pride. This is just one of the many ways that we as furries can recognize each other in and out of furry spaces, while still doubling as just something nice and high quality to wear. And while it's by no means a requirement, if you or anyone else plans on sticking around in the fandom for a while and want to show off how cool you think furries are, then there's no better suggestion that I can give than to pick up some furry merch. Alright, that's it for this episode of Furry Explained. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I really hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned something new today. As always, if you want to continue the conversation about furry-related merchandise or have any other feedback for the show, make sure to find and follow me on Twitter. I'm at FinnThePanther, and the link to my Twitter is down in the show notes, along with links to all of the furry merch stores that I mentioned in this episode. If you do like the show and want to support it, the best thing you can do is to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure to give the show a rating and a review as well. You can also tell people about the show, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you did that as well. Thank you so much in advance for doing so, and we'll be back next week for another episode of Furry Explained. But until then, stay wild out there. Peace.
No real outtakes today. This was one of the episodes I kind of blasted through without too many funny mess-ups. So I guess I'll just use this time and space to, you know, remind you to check in with somebody. If you haven't talked to someone in a while, I recently did that personally, and we had a really good conversation. He was glad that I checked in on him. He was doing fine, but just that simple, you know, hey, what's up? How you doing to someone you haven't talked to in a while could really go a long way in making someone's day. So if you got nothing to do today or, you know, the rest of this week, uh, check in with someone. Make sure they're doing all right. Talk to you guys next week.